it's a late one again. I do apologise. Crazy little thing called Love Dev, episode 33, Woody Wood Drawer. <laughs> Let's begin the show. Catch it, bin it, kill it. That's the advice from the National Health Service here in the UK to deal with the coronavirus, COVID-19. Sounds like a postcode, right? (laughs) That's the government plans to stop the spread of coronavirus. So basically, if you've got the cold, catch it in a tissue, keep it safe, right? Put it in a bin and then make sure you kill it. When they mean kill it, they mean wash your hands, basically. Because it can spread. It can spread everywhere. There seems to be panic. Panicking everywhere. Sorry for the late podcast, as always. I know. Been busy. Gigging. I was in London. Right? Did two gigs down in London. Uh, first one was in High Barnet. So that was on the Northern Line. Uh, the end of the Northern Line in High Barnet. Nice gig. All sorts of comedy. It was an open mic night. Free entry for people. I think there's a bucket at the end. And um, it was good, man. I really enjoyed it. Bit of a mish to get to from Houston. Well, actually, I didn't even go to Houston. I got a train to London, Marleybone. Is it Marleybone? Marleybone? The worst thing is I can never spell it. <laughs> I always get it wrong. So, yeah, I went to do that gig first. I, they put me on first, which was cool, because I was doubling up in London. Might as well double up. So the gig at All Sorts Comedy, the front row, there was these guys in, and um, I think they were, like, special needs, because they were quite vocal when I was on stage, but they were proper laughers. Like, they really, they really, really enjoyed me. I could tell, man, they were loving it. And like they were joining in, and it was quite humble to see that. You know, some of my jokes did the punchline, then they would laugh, then they would say something, and then I would come off the back of that. So it was nice. I was like, "Can you, can you five come to my, all of my gigs? Because you really made my night tonight." <laughs> and there's a woman who I thought was a carer, and she was the most shoutiest one, and she weren't a carer. She was probably like the leader of the pack. <laughs> Well, apparently, according to CJ, who runs the gig, CJ's missus, she said they come to every night, and they're that uh, they are quite loud, but they're very they're, they're quite nice about it. And to be fair, they were so. <laughs> uh, it was a good gig. I really enjoyed that. So I got a gig at Kentish Town, which was good as well. Um, upstairs in a venue called the Map Calf. There wasn't many in, apparently. They said it was the quietest one they've had. And I reckon it was down to this coronavirus. <laughs> Maybe people don't want to get go to big gatherings. They're thinking of banning gatherings now. Well, I hope they don't ban gatherings, because that means all my gigs will be cancelled, and I'll have to end up performing in front of my mirror. Like I'm practising. So, yeah. I've left the window open while I'm recording. Probably not a good idea. You might hear crows. <laughs> or my next door neighbour's cardigan. 
<laughs> so yeah, when I was in London, I um, got the train back. I had to wait ages for the train because we finished early. We finished about ten. Next time, I'm going to book an earlier train, and I know what's going to happen. We're going to end up running late, <laughs> and then they're going to miss my train, and I don't want to do that. So. Got the train at 11.30 from Houston, which is the last one. But as always, my tradition is I always go into the Sainsbury's, grab a cider, grab some snacks. And normally, the Sainsbury's at Houston, they have like a bakery corner. Uh, it's only a mini little Sainsbury's. But normally, like, there's nothing really left. You know, most of it is gone. <laughs> yeah. But check this one out. It was full. <laughs> there was twi cheese twists remaining, little mini pizzas, there was croissants, there was baguettes. There was like, there was loads of stuff left. And I thought, that's weird. I've never ever seen it like, you know, I've always seen it empty. So that explains that people are scared to buy even food, which is left out freely. And you know what? I still help myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care, man. There's coronavirus on it, so be it. <laughs> so I've got a cheese twist. Got myself a little mini pizza. Sorted. I was trying to get away without paying for the mini pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go to the guy, can you scan this in for me, mate? What's it? He goes, what you got? I got a cheese twist. Yeah. And then he put it in. Sweet. And he goes, put the bag on the on the um, counter, because obviously that weighs it, and it will know if you've got anything else. So I was trying to hide my little mini pizza. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he saw it, man. And he, and he went back and put it back on the screen. I thought, oh, you joker. You could just let me have it for free, man. No one's even touching that food anyway. You're going to throw it out in the next hour. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, that's the only thing about Houston is there's a load of beggars, man. Everywhere, man, there's beggars. There's a geezer that, I mean, I mentioned this before. It's always Houston Station. So this geezer come up to me with a dog. And he looked like a crackhead because he had spots on his face. And that's a big giveaway. If you've got red spots on your face, you're definitely on heroin or crack. And he was like, mate, have you got any change, mate? You got any change? I went, nah, nah, I'm sorry. I've just, uh, I've used my card. I don't have any change. Hashtag lying. <laughs> he goes, check this one out. He goes, there's a cash machine around the corner. <laughs> he goes, pull out £10 and I'll give you £8 in change. <laughs> I was like, man, this guy, this guy's ready, man. He'll probably have a chip and pin on him next time. <laughs> I said, mate, I would, but honestly, my train's leaving in the next 10 minutes. I need to get to my platform. And, and, and that was another hashtag lie. <laughs> because there was beggars everywhere. Yeah. I thought I'm going to get, I'm going to get caught out again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to enjoy this, this uh, cheesy twist in peace. Right. I thought I need to hide. I need to escape. So I went, walked down to the little bus station they've got outside the, um, the Houston there. And I thought, oh, I can't hide around here, man. And I seen this beggar coming up to me. <laughs> I'm such a Scrooge. I seen this beggar and I thought, oh man, there's a pub right there. It's called the Doric Ark. I'm going to go in there, man. So I went in there. 
<laughs> I thought no beggars are going to come into this pub. They're not allowed to. Luckily, I had a quick pint in there. The, I was quite surprised it closed at 11, the pub. Because it's London, do you know what I mean? I thought, yeah, London, it's going to be open for ages. And it wasn't. <laughs> so I had another 30 minutes to kill and wait for my train. And the worst thing is, yeah, I got my train in time, right? So now it's Avanti trains. They they took over from Virgin. And while I was on the train, right, they said, passengers who are travelling to Rugby or Birmingham International are going to have to get off at Rugby because apparently National uh, Rail have doing some works on the track. So there's some buses waiting for them. And I thought, yes, yeah, sweet. All right, that's, that doesn't affect me. I'm getting off at uh, New Street. So I was supposed to get to New Street for 1.30 in the morning. And they were like, there will be a delay. And passengers for New Street will arrive at 2 a.m. And I thought, all right, fair enough. It's only half an hour. I don't know why, right? After they dropped everyone off at Rugby, the train did some mad diversion. <laughs> yeah. It went like, it went up towards Stafford. And I was checking on my phone because it was coming up to half one. I thought, we're not even nowhere near Birmingham. And it was Staffordshire. And I thought, nah, you're taking a mickey. Went all the way up to Stafford, right? Did a U-turn and then came back down towards Wolverhampton. And then it stopped at Wolverhampton and he said, you're, you've arrived at your final destination, Wolverhampton. Um, I started panicking. <laughs> And um, I was like, well, I started getting my bag and cause I was fuming, man. And then the the uh, train driver comes on the um, tunnel and he goes, well, oh, ignore that. Just ignore that. We're, we're heading to Birmingham now, New Street. And I thought, you jokers. I looked at my watch and it was, it was quarter past two. I was angry, man. We didn't get back to New Street till quarter to three. Man, I was on the train for three, three hours, you know. <laughs> three hours on the train I was absolutely mad so what I've done now is I've sent in a delay delay repay it's called on the Advanti website claiming that back mate you know what I mean free train ride if they delay your train by 15 minutes you're entitled to compensation they might give me half of my, my ticket back it wasn't a lot to be fair it's £8.50 that ain't bad isn't it <laughs> yeah I paid £5 with Chilton Railway from Moore Street to London. Five quid, that a sale on. Getting that in. So that was a dilemma. And I've got to go back to London on the 20th of March, which I'm doing the best in class at the Vault Festival. So if you're in London, you're listening to this, and you want to come and see me perform, and other fellow comedians who are also on the bill, then make sure you get down to uh, the vault, which is on Friday, the 20th of March. That will be level a jubbler. Be nice if I could double up, to be honest. If I could get another gig in while I'm there, I'd, uh, I'd really enjoy that. So I'm hoping just dreading now that I don't have to face that same dilemma again. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Other than that, how about, should we do the, uh, what you might call it? You know that thing I always do? No stupid questions. I always mix the two up, don't I? Yeah, I haven't picked a question yet, so it's going to be random. <laughs> we'll have to see what comes up. There we go. So the no stupid question is from T. Dre, as in Dr. Dre. T. Dre. <laughs> the question is, 
How do woodpeckers not get brain injuries? <laughs> woodpeckers repeatedly smash their head into a solid block of wood. Wouldn't that constant back and forth of their head cause brain tra- trauma? <laughs> do you know what? I've never thought of that. That That's a funny question. So why do woodpeckers get brain injury? Probably not. Because woodpeckers have been around for donkey years, haven't they? <laughs> and I'm guessing when they're banging their head, their brain's little anyway. And it's probably protected by bone structure or something. Or some kind of sponge. Yeah. <laughs> if they got brain injury, they wouldn't last long as a species, would they? No. Probably not. So, <laughs> they might have an headache after that. <laughs> what was his name? Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> Woody Woodpecker. Yeah. So, that's today's No Stupid Question. People have put, yeah, someone's said the same thing as me. Um, they have a spongy bone protection on their brains, a bit like a helmet. <laughs> That's how evolution works. So, yeah. So the first one must have kept banging his head in it against the tree. And then it slowly developed into some kind of bone. <laughs> Someone else has put, I'm starting to get creeped out now. I've seen the same question three times in a row. <laughs> oh, I didn't know this. Uh, Manual Pancake. Some of the names are brilliant on this. Manual Pancake says... Their tongues are wrapped around the back of their heads. No way to act as a shock absorber. (laughs) Weird, but true. Is that true? No. See, you learn something new on uh, the crazy little thing called Love Dev. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the best comment by Epic John. Oh, yeah, I once dated a girl who could do that. (laughs) Bang her head against a wall. (laughs) Oh, you ladies okay then so that was today's no stupid question I've just had an ant while I was recording my podcast something was crawling on my forehead and it fell down I thought it I don't know I thought it was a fly or something ants oh my god ants are back they are in my uh, computer room with their, all my equipment. I can see it now. It's running around. Great. <laughs> I've got ants in me. Uh, <laughs> I've got ants in me pads. Mate, how did it get on my head? <laughs> how did that get on my head? Oh, no. I've got to go and uh, disinfect my whole room now, ain't I? <laughs> oh, God's sake. Ants, man. Ants are a very clever species as well, aren't they? Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> we'll do another ant episode next time, innit? <laughs> yeah, ant and desk. That's what's happening here. It's ant and desks on my computer desk. <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to do the weird news story. Yeah, and this is a good one, right? We'll change the wording. Because it's a bit explicit, if you know what I mean. So, today's weird news story is... 
Lufthansa pilot draws penis in the sky above Germany <laughs> as they wait to land the plane. <laughs> so, <laughs> so a pilot apparently has drew, drew a penis in the sky while they waited to land, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> there is a picture of a map. <laughs> And like a GPS map above, like a bird's eye view. And it's in green, and it does look like a penis. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that is wicked. If he's done that, and he could, and the little trail can stay in the sky, that's brilliant. So, a Lufthansa plane was travelling from Frankfurt to Bremen in Germany, and despite the extremely obvious phallic shape, the airline has claimed it was completely co- coincidental. <laughs> Do you reckon? Maybe. In the picture, you can see the route the Airbus A320 took, where it looped back on itself twice, so it looped back twice, before heading east, and then it doubled back, leaving the supposedly accidental penis-shaped outline. <laughs> Flight tracker website, Flight Radar 24 shared the funny picture on its Twitter page where it confirmed the plane successfully landed on its second attempt, landed on the strip. The flight was due to land at Bremen Airport at 7.35 on Tuesday morning, March the 3rd, and despite its nick-shaped detour, <laughs> landed only 10 minutes later than scheduled. Several people have responded to the funny picture shared on social me- media, which has received... More than 6,000 likes. <laughs> so, apparently, uh, it's trending on Twitter now, this is. And somebody's put, it's clear where it was landing. And then there's a sign that says, Dildo, with an arrow. <laughs> it probably was. <laughs> oh, dear, that is funny. So... Safe to say the pilots cocked that one up. Hey, there we go. <laughs> cocked that one up in the cockpit. In more plane-related hilarity, a pigeon got trapped inside a plane last week and it caused an absolute frenzy <laughs> inside the cabin. <laughs> oh, this is some other news about it. So the rogue stowaway pigeon somehow made its way onto a commercial flight which was headed from Ahmedabad International Airport in Jaipur. Oh, that's in India. Causing panic among the airline staff and passengers alike. It's probably that bloody pigeon. <laughs> Do you remember my, one of my first episodes? When Doves Cry, I think it was called. About that pigeon who had to go and send a message. If you haven't listened to that episode, you need to go back. Go back and listen to the rest. Hilarious video footage of the incident captured by confused Go Air passengers. Shows the pigeon flying through the cabin and causing havoc as people attempt to avoid its path. <laughs> there's a video of it as well oh that's some other news oh I could have done that another night so there we go pilots drawing penises in the sky <laughs> above Germany Wee Germans take that that's hilarious uh, guys that, that is the end of a crazy little thing called Love Dev it's been episode 33 um, yep yeah. Keep supporting the podcast as you always do. Remember to support me on the GoFundMe page for Best in Class. Do it. It's not long now. We're almost at our target. And remember, I am performing at London at the Comedy Vaults on Friday, 20th of March. 
I'll be back soon. Love you all. Take it easy.